To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, and to our members and guests here at uh, beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message on this fourth Sunday in Lent is the gospel for today. You heard that lengthy reading from John chapter 9. I recall just these words. The blind man washed it off and returned, and he was able to see. The man bowed in front of Jesus and said, I believe, Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, whom we thank, because through him and the Holy Spirit, we were blind, but now we see, my beloved. The basis for our message this morning is St. John's account of the man born blind who received his sight miraculously from Jesus. When you take a look at this um, account of Jesus healing the blind man, actually we see Jesus exhibiting the three elements which together make up the mission of the Christian church on earth. And it's sort of like a three-legged stool. If any one of those elements or components are missing, the church is not carrying out its mission. Now, for a moment, I'd like to have you take your bulletin and turn to the second to the last page, just before the prayer requests, because there you see the mission logo of our church, our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. What is... And by the way, you see this on the back of the bulletin every Sunday, but I just wanted to blow it up so that we could explain it. What is the three-legged stool of the mission of the church? We are to witness, we are to show mercy, and we are uh, to live our life together as Christians. You'll see that the witness has a little flame on there. I guess that's the flame for the Holy Spirit when faith begins, when you witness God's word. And mercy has a little heart in there. And life together has a communion chalice signifying communion because that's where we really talk about and where we really come and express our unity of Christian faith. Witness, to tell. The witness part of the church actually is an outside of activity. We get out of here during the week and we go out into the world to tell others who do not know about Jesus. Now, mercy is sort of an inside-outside thing. We do some mercy inside our church here and we, in our congregation, and we do mercy on the outside, people who aren't uh, Christians or members of our church. And then life together is all the stuff that we do together inside. Got to tell you, though, as we uh, continue to carry out our threefold mission of the church, be ready for a whole lot of negative uh, reception sometimes downright rejection. So let's go and talk about uh, Jesus' miracle of uh, healing the man born blind. We're going to take it in a little different sequence according to the way John tells us. We're going to first of all talk about mercy, and then we'll talk about witness, and then we'll talk about life together. Kind of amazing how Jesus showed mercy or compassion to this man who had been born, born blind. Back in uh, the Bible days, you didn't have a welfare state. So all you could do is sit on the corner and uh, beg and then uh, have somebody, maybe relatives, get you up and take you home uh, and get some sleep, come back to beg the next day. Now, why Jesus healed this man in this particular way of making some uh, 
uh, mud with uh, some spit and dirt, I don't know. But it certainly is uh, a, a miracle of compassion and mercy how this man, who virtually was disabled for his whole life, all of a sudden could see. Talked to somebody uh, uh, years back. Uh, there's a lady with a seeing eye dog at uh, Mount Olive Church, Rosie. And I got on the phone and asked her uh, to tell me a little bit about blindness because she was born blind. She says, I don't know, but if I ever got my sight back really quick, I'd have to learn everything all over because it's all by feeling now. And she said also, she said, uh, ceilings would probably really bother me because right now there's nothing up there. But uh, all of a sudden, I'd probably feel kind of closed in. Just imagine how that would be if you had no sight from birth and all of a sudden could see again. But I got to tell you, this miracle was not appreciated by everybody. Some of the Pharisees said, this man who did this is not from God because he doesn't follow the traditions of the day of worship. You know, the Jews had that, uh, uh, actually, it, it, it uh, was supposed to be you shouldn't work on Sabbath day. Well, they, they uh, added some extra laws saying you can't do anything. You've got to stay home and do absolutely nothing. And so they said, oh, Jesus sinned because he performed a miracle. He was working on the Sabbath day. Once again, the Jews called the man who had been born blind. They told him, give glory to God. We know that this man who gave you sight is a sinner. Act of mercy not always appreciated. You know, not all acts of kindness are appreciated. I got to tell you a story. I remember uh, one winter, a couple winters ago, I was driving home from church down Burley, and there was this, uh, and uh, there was a lot of snow. And there was nobody around except this rather heavy-set lady lying in the snow, and she couldn't get up. So I went there, and after a whole lot of effort, I got her up, and I said, now can I take you home? You know what she did? She cussed at me. Well, nice day. Have a nice day. <laughs> you know, we don't do acts of mercy to win friends and influence people. We do acts of mercy to display our Christian love, to emulate Jesus. St. Paul once said, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. You saw this uh, sheet again in your bulletin this morning. Mercy, ministry, gestures of Christian giving. This goes on at Beautiful Savior all the time. You know who did all this stuff? You did. Sometimes you're the ones that tell us, I think so-and-so is in need. One of the legs of the, the threefold mission of the church, showing mercy to others, whether they are Christians or not. The man received sight from Jesus. You know what he did right after that? He witnessed. He went out and told people what happened. Now he can really see. People said, uh, what, what happened to you? Well, there was this man, I guess by the name of Jesus, and he did this, he put this fit in and mud and everything, and now I can see. And then he went and they took him to the Pharisees, you know, the church leaders, and he said, I can see. And that Jesus did this. Well, they didn't want to accept because they didn't like Jesus. And then later on, when Jesus spoke to him, he said, Lord, I believe. He witnessed, he spoke about what he had seen. We know that all of his witnesses, witness name was not necessarily all received very kindly. 
I mean, did you think about that? The people that were around there, he says, his neighbors and some of those who had been previously seen him begging said, isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some of them said, he's the one. Others said, no, I don't think he is, but he looks like the guy. The Pharisees certainly had no time to to listen about how Jesus did miracles. Eventually, they were the ones who crucified Jesus. The testimony that we give out there in the world is not always going to be received positively. You know that we do our hot dog giveaways every so often. I still remember the one day I was holding up the free sign over in Sentry, giving away hot dogs. And uh, one guy came up and he says, "Ah, nothing in this world is for free. I said, well, you know, we just wanted to give away some hot dogs. I said, well, God's mercy and grace is for free. Have a good day. He came out of the store a little bit uh, later on. He said, well, maybe I guess God's love is for free. Not all the testimony that we make for Jesus Christ is received positively. But you see, we don't care. We continue to witness like we're going to do this uh, April 9th on Palm Sunday. And we're going to have our Easter egg hunt, you know, and I got to tell you, this is not all fun and games because along with the candy and all the other stuff, uh, Joan gives this stuff out to the kids. Little kitty book here, pictures inside. To the tomb women went to bring spices that day, but all they saw was the stone rolled away. You won't find a live person here with the dead. Jesus has risen, the angel had said. Now don't be afraid and go tell my brothers and they will spread word to all of the others. If you have faith and truly believe, I live in your heart and your life I won't leave. Someday in heaven you'll be with me. Your soul will find rest and truly be free. Remember God's love and what he has done by giving to us his only son. Witness to our community. Will they believe? We don't know. We don't really care. God simply says, sow the seed, and I'll bring the increase. Witness, going outside to tell others about Jesus. Mercy, something we do inside and outside. And then life together, something we do inside. Something that we do as a family of believers. We continually, as a congregation, encourage one another in the truth and to maintain the truth of the Bible. What do we really believe here? What's our life together? You know it all. I mean, it's one of the results of that miracle way back in the 1500s where a guy said, Scripture alone, only what's in the Bible, and faith alone, only through faith in Jesus Christ are you saved, and by God's grace, his undeserved love alone. Sort of like a three-legged stool. Scripture, faith, and grace. That's our life together. You know, Jesus stated the truth, too. And the religious leaders did not like it. And at the end of that uh, reading is kind of a little bit difficult to understand, but what basically Jesus was saying, you guys are spiritually blind. You know why? Because you don't acknowledge your sin. You don't acknowledge that you need a Savior. In fact, Jesus even told that parable once about that Pharisee going into the temple. Oh, Lord, you should be so happy with a wonderful guy like me. I fast twice in a week, and, uh, and I give a tenth of everything I have to the poor. You should be so happy. But 
man, I'm not like that tax collector over there who said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Pharisees stayed blind, even though they could see physically. But the man was given his sight, and uh, he expressed the truth. He said, Lord, I believe. Let's face it, as we stand together in our life together, confessing the truth of God's word, it's not popular. Go out sometime in the world and tell them that you believe that there's only one definition for, for marriage, and that's one man and one woman for all of life, and see what the answers are. Go out and tell people that you believe in six days of creation. That's how the world came into existence. Go out and tell somebody that the Bible is the only absolute source authority for truth. That's not popular. Go out and tell somebody that truth is not what you say it is or what you think it is. Truth is what God says it is. Life together. Christians united taking a stand for the truth. So there it is, John chapter 9, a miracle of compassion, witness, witnessing to tell others, and a stance for the truth. Witness and mercy and life together, displayed by Jesus, the mission of the church. It's what we're all about. It's what God commands us to be all about. And may that mission of the church always be preserved among us. What is it you guys do there at beautiful Savior Lutheran Church? Why, we witness. We tell people about Jesus. And we show mercy. We help those in need. And we live together standing for the truth of God's word. Witness, mercy, life together. Say it along with me. Witness, mercy, life together. Just like Jesus did. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. We confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.